1: Day podcast welcome into the wednesday edition of the pack day podcast the gratitude question mark edition of the pack day podcast i am one of your co-hosts dusty evely with me tonight no sarah Kelleher sarah is taking a vacation she needed a break from me um also perry goldstein was supposed to be here but i think it was something like she heard that she was gonna have to talk to my voice and she made her ill or something i'm unclear what that was but joining me tonight Someone I've talked to before, never talked to face to face, is the great Gage Bridgeford. Gage, how are you, sir?
2: I'm doing well, and also the whole great thing. Let's like let's not oversell me. I'm just a guy that works here. <laughs> I'm just a guy that talks on podcasts sometimes. So like let's not oversell me too much. Aren't but I'm we glad all. to be here. When you uh, when Sarah had said that I think it was what two weeks ago or last mm-hmm. week what, yeah. that she was going to be able to be here, and I was like, yeah, sure, I'm in. Uh, and you, you and I talked before we got on the show that I jump around and I've been on a few different episodes of podcasts and the youtube channel over the last couple of months because i generally don't do a ton so i always have time to fill in uh, and plus talking about package is always a good time
1: yeah you've been kind of the uh kind of the big pinch hitter lately uh, when, it, when we need i need to fill in you've been stepping in and doing good work man so like i said we've been we've kind of chatted a little over dms over on twitter and stuff like that but we've never actually met so it's cool to actually uh get a chance to talk to you here and uh you know we got some stuff to talk about usually the off season we don't have a ton to talk about we got some things. The big news today, the big, big news, stuff everyone's talking about, Packers signed a kicker. Packers <laughs> signed a kicker. It's uh, really the only news. Uh, they signed his name is Dominic Eberly, which is very close to how people mispronounce my name, so it's very easy for you to remember. Kicker from Utah State. He overlapped with Jordan Love for three years, spent his rookie year in 2020 with the Raiders under Rich Bisaccia, which seems noteworthy here. He has kicked in one NFL game. He was with the Texans last year. He went two for three on field goals, missed a 52-yarder, made a 51-yarder. I forgot how crazy this game was because they, they beat this one. They beat the ever-loving stuffing out of the uh, Chargers. I was the like, this just was the Chargers over. game, wasn't it? Yeah. I didn't even
2: look at the game or I didn't like. I wasn't registering. and I was like, this is the Chargers game because they only kicked – like three, they only scored a bunch of points in like two games last year. One was Week One against Houston, mm-hmm. and I knew it wasn't that game. Yeah, so like, I was I bet it was that Chargers. <laughs> so game. I
1: was looking at the stats. I was like, okay, he went two for three on field goals, five for five on extra points, three touchbacks on eight kickoffs. Like, oh my god, what game? Oh, the Chargers game. Oh, that's right, yeah. the Chargers game. Uh, do you have any? You have any hot takes on Dominique Eberly? Gage?
2: No, I got nothing. I've I have written a column about kickers. For the or I had written a column about kickers for fantasy football for the last three seasons up until this past year when I passed it off to somebody else for Rotoballer, but I got nothing on Mister Everly. As long as like if he comes in and he uh, and he's the kicker next year uh, for instead of Mason, just make your kicks, man. That's all you got to do. I like I I have no I have no takes about it. Hit kickoffs, make your kicks, and no one will have any problems.
1: Yeah, I had, uh, I had J.J. Molson, uh, you know, pegged. You know, a lot of people pegged him for a long time. And then we got this dark horse coming in. So we'll say the uh, you know, three touchbacks on eight kickoffs. Ah, we get that with Mason, man. I want someone with just a rocket leg. I want someone just, just blasting that sucker out the back of the end zone. No more kickoff returns. I know Masachi is in town. No more kickoff returns if we can help it. So um, the other tiny bit of news is that the uh, today, yesterday, I guess, is the first day that the franchise tag can be applied which is noteworthy because Devonte Adams has been kind of, you know, his name's been floated around as one of those guys that could happen. Uh, obviously did not happen. That window closes on March 8th, but it opened yesterday. So just something to keep an eye on. Um, and then that's, that's it. Oh, there's one, one smaller th- thing. Um, Aaron Rodgers surprise quote, unquote, scare quotes uh, guest on Pat McAfee. So there was a lot of speculation. Um, and, and Gage, I'll let you go here in a second. The, the, uh, Rodgers had a big post on Instagram the night before, uh, Monday night. This whole thing about gratitude and you know all the guys that I've played with, my former teammates, current teammates, all of that. Put a bunch of pictures up. Kind of one of those I, it, people are looking through that. What are they reading between the lines? What's going on here? Is he leaving? It looks like he may be retiring. I don't know. Shortly thereafter, McAfee said something to the effect of "surprise guest tomorrow." So everyone's assuming Rogers. 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 So Gage, those things there between. I feel like a high schooler between the Instagram post gauge between the caption on the Instagram post. And then also the uh, kind of the surprise announcement there. And then when we saw it was Rogers, what was your feeling going into that? Did you feel like he was potentially going to make a big announcement? Did you, were you kind of leaning one way or the other in terms of which way you thought he was going to go kind of going into that? What, where were you leaning on that? Aaron Rodgers is the most confusing man
2: in sports right now other than Antonio Brown. Okay, like so he's second most confusing to Antonio Brown, who's kind of who's a giant idiot and hopefully mm-hmm. gets the help that he needs. I didn't think that Aaron was going to make a big announcement. I know that he said that he would make his announcement prior to free agency. He still has a couple of weeks to do that. I didn't but based on just looking at the Instagram posts and kind of the things that he said in it, I wasn't sh- I didn't think it was a retirement post and I thought it legitimately could be a gratitude thing because that's been a big thing of his over the last mm-hmm this past season obviously like every time he walked off the field he's got he put puts up the I love you to the fans and whatever and he didn't thank the fans in the in the post there was mm-hmm. which is which obviously that was a big thing when Brady retired a couple weeks ago was the whole Oh Brady didn't thank the New England fans. Mm-hmm. I I don't think Rodgers if he announced – I also don't think he'd announce his retirement on Instagram. I think he would no. announce it on McAfee, but I don't think he would announce it on Instagram and when he said current teammates that kind of was a clue to me. I'm like, he ain't, he ain't walking away today. So I think, uh, so that was when going in, I'm like, I'm not expecting the big announcement. And then obviously two minutes into the show, he's like, I'm not doing that today. So if that's where you're here, <laughs> you can go home. It's like, it's the equivalent of a professor saying, when you come in the day before the final saying, look, we're not going to cover anything today. We're not taking attendance. If you don't want to be here, you want to go home. You can go home. That was, and then promptly <laughs> 40,000 people left the YouTube uh, stream today. So, I didn't expect Riders to say anything important, and sure enough, he didn't. All he did was tell us that over the last 12 days, or the previous 12 days, he had had a very uh, interesting cleanse uh, done to himself. <laughs> and apparently, he said he does this every single year, which that's insane. I, like, I, I read through it briefly. I don't want to do it once, let alone every single year for 15 years or whatever. I don't know how long he's been doing it. I don't know if he's been doing it his entire career, but... So now he didn't say anything important. I didn't expect him to. So it was it was par for the Rogers course.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean you, you kind of mentioned it. I, I I did think it was considerate that he kicked off. I mean, it was like one of the first things he said. He said, There's no news today, there's no decision on the future. So if that's why you're here, might as well just take off. And like you said, he watched I did the same thing as you did. I was watching those viewer numbers and those suckers just dropped. So very considerate to kind of lead off with that. He did talk a lot about it was the the Pantra Karma cleanse, which um Oh, it's a family podcast, Gage. I can't really we we can't really describe what this is, um, except I don't know. We'll just say evacuation. Just evacuation everywhere. It's a deep cleaning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is a
2: it is a deep cleaning. It is a uh, it's a fumigation. That's I think that's the way to like you're cleaning out everything with mm-hmm. this. So that's yeah. that's kind of the way I looked at it. I look like I said I looked at the details. I'm like, uh-uh, nope. I wouldn't do it once. Uh, you like you? I don't get paid nearly enough money to do that one time, let alone every, like I said, every year.
1: No, listen, man, someone's going to do it. Some, someone, some streamer, some, someone's going to be out there and be like, I'm going to do this thing. And they're going to, they're going to go through the whole thing and document it. And it's going to be just, it's going to be something that I will not watch, but I'm sure people will. So, um, I, he did hit some high points. Uh, like I said, this is about the only thing we have to talk about, so we'll, we'll go through this a little bit. Some of the stuff I know. My takeaways. I don't know if you had anything specific, Gage. Some of mine. He talked about uh, appreciation for Lafleur. Once again, he kind of talked about how winning two MVPs under Lafleur—that's no coincidence. He also brought up that that potentially, you know, winning the two with uh, while dating or Gage to Shailene, which. That's still, it seems like they broke that off, but who knows based on what they said. And you'll play, you'll put, you'll put your detective hat on a little later and we'll get into that. But he kind of mentioned, like you said, the theme was gratitude. So gratitude for the floor and talked about all those, the MVPs were no coincidence. Um, Gray, he talked about the Instagram post again. He reiterated that the having a life of gratitude is important. It was, he said gratitude like a thousand times. Um, he specifically mentioned uh, Tom Clements, He said he was thrilled to have Clements back. He said, uh, I think the wording was, I owe him a great deal. I know he specifically said the game's a better game when Tom Clements is coaching. He said both for veterans like myself and also for younger guys as well. And so, I mean, that was kind of what was that last week, I think, when Clements came back and that, I mean, at the time and even still now, it's Clements is not coming out of retirement to coach Jordan love Tom, Tom Clements is coming out of retirement because Rogers is coming back so that's still the feeling I have but hearing him talk about Clements you hear there are guys you hear him do this with um with different coaches throughout his career but these guys that he'll just kind of latches onto and gushes about And Clements is clearly one of those guys has been a, an influential figure for him which was which was pretty big um and I think one of the uh, one of the last things I guess I'll say before before you kind of get into some of your stuff is um he talked about the meeting uh, McAfee th- asked about the meeting last year when the coaches went out to get him it's like McAfee was kind of digging. He's like, okay, man, you know, we're, we're away from a little bit. Tell me what was said. Can you tell me what was said through some of those meetings, you know, kind of what state was the relationship in and Rogers wouldn't say, but he did say that they basically tailgated outside the PCH outside of Rogers's home while he was at supper And we're just waiting for him to come home. Okay,
2: hold on. You're burying the lead of what supper he was at a little bit here. It was with
1: those, for those that didn't see, yeah, for those that didn't
2: (laughs) see the Aaron Rodgers interview today on, or yesterday on Pat Mm -hmm. McAfee, Aaron said he was at a dinner with some Buddhist monk friends of his, Mm -hmm. not -hmm. not some Buddhist monks that he knows, not some Buddhist monks, Mm -hmm. some Buddhist monks, friends of his, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Aaron Rodgers operates in a different world for me, Yeah. He said that he was not missing dinner with these guys. Like he knew that the, he knew Green Bay was coming out or he had a strong idea that they were. And he said, nope, I'm going to dinner with these Buddhist monk friends of mine first. <laughs> that is when you There, this goes to an idea that I have had for in sports for basically I first like I me personally first came up with it. And I'm sure it's existed long before me when the Colin Kaepernick stuff happened. I'm not getting into the idea of it right now or the logistics of it. If you want to do that, go talk to somebody else on Twitter. Don't come to me. I don't want to hear it. You have to be as good as you are a headache in order for a team to keep you. Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers telling the coach, the GM, the finance, everybody, I'm not coming to see you until I'm done with my dinner with my Buddhist monk friends and them staying outside the house not even like inside outside the house mm-hmm. that is the equivalent of me saying i know where i stand and if and if you leave that's on you but i'm going to stand up here and the packers were like oh we we're, we're not leaving we're staying here that is the we know where you're at you know where you're at except like and they met at a point there so yeah no he he went and to a buddhist monk dinner and then went and met with the team and then they kind of t- hashed some things out and a conversation was had. And then obviously we didn't know anything else happened for the next, what, like four months or whatever it was. Cause I think that meeting happened yeah. in May of last year. It I was
1: early. Know? It was, it was before all was, the Hawaii yeah. stuff is real early. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I think it was like, I think, I think it was early May or mid May cause I feel like it happened right after the draft cause they like, that was one of the many convoys that was sent yeah. out there.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. yeah so he right.
2: obviously didn't, he didn't go into too much detail on it. We're, we're not dumb we can kind of infer and guess like okay Aaron what do you want what is your where's your head at what's your thoughts what's your opinion mm-hmm. and then him saying I want more input I want Cobb back I want th- this 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 thing I want to be involved in these discussions I want us to be aggressive in the things we do and obviously we saw over the last year Green Bay do a lot of the things he wanted did they trade up in the draft and trade all their draft picks to go get a specific guy no but they made a lot of moves in regards to Rodgers. They brought in Devondre mm-hmm. Campbell and Rasul Douglas, who were who played outstanding football all year. Obviously, Devondre Campbell is interested in coming back to Green Bay. There's been discussions on a contract extension as of this recording at nine thirteen Eastern time on Tuesday, February twenty second, aka two 22 <laughs> or two twenty two of twenty twenty two on a Tuesday. There's been no announcement, but that's uh, there's they made the moves and they tried to do the things he wanted. And that's why he's been very complimentary of the Packers over the last several months. I know you and I talked about this briefly before we got started mm-hmm. recording. He's been very complimentary of Brian Gutekunst. And it wasn't, it went from in August, it was, we have a working relationship to, he said very complimentary things on the show yesterday. He said, thank, very complimentary things over the last several months. So I think that whatever conversation they had in May or April or whatever it was last year,
1: Hmm. Yeah. He even mentioned, uh, I can't remember what, what the moment it was, maybe on the practice field when he finally came back in, was that the moment he equated to, uh, to shaking uh, Favre's hand at the uh, NFL honors? Did he, did he mention that on McAfee today?
2: He did mention that that's, I remember him talking about the Brett Favre handshake and then kind of equating that to the practice, the practice field moment, kind of saying like, okay, that was when we're going to bring Favre back into the fold was the, at the NFL honors. And then, this is when he kind of felt like he was oh, not, I don't want to say back in the inner circle. Cause inner circle is kind of a meme with Rogers over the last few months with the whole, he's going to yeah. boycott the super bowl thing. But I think that that's kind of where that whole idea comes from is he was like, we had a good conversation after having some conversations and that was when he really felt like the love started flowing or whatever, or the chi was right or whatever term he wants to use.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like you said, that's not, that's not nothing. He wouldn't, he would just not bring that stuff up if things were not good. So I think the fact that he has brought that up and has talked with those guys uh, a number of times, I feel like it's, it's just, it's shifted quite a bit from last off season. We're still very uncertain this off season, but it's a different type of uncertainty from last off season. Uh, so Gage, what were some of you, you have any big takeaways or any, any thoughts overall on, on some of the stuff uh, that from McAfee today? No,
2: I got, I got nothing. Uh, this, <laughs> I, I, like I said, I didn't expect Rogers to make an announcement today. So him, not him, not making an announcement today was his, was exactly what I expected. I thought he would go on there and I felt like it was two guys talking at a bar, like and you just happen to overhear him. Obviously during the season there was the book club and there was him talking about the him talking about like games every week and stuff like that and I didn't feel like that was the case today. Today just felt like two dudes catching up because they hadn't talked to each other for a month or whatever it's been since he was last on the show. That's all this one felt like to me and it felt like we just all got to be flies on the wall together and watch these guys kind of talk. It was kind of fun to watch. I always loved watching him interact with Ty because like <laughs> Ty, obviously is a fan mm-hmm. of him and you can tell that like Ty has been a fan of Rogers and green Bay forever. And so it's funny to see him like he gets to meet his idol and he gets to actually like interact and, like maybe not idle, but like a guy that he has loved to watch. And sure. Like
1: somebody's he's looked up to. Yeah. There was
2: the whole thing today. He's like, yeah, you're going to be the godfather of my kid. And that, that whole thing. I, <laughs> I was like, him. I'm going to write that one down. So it was, so that's <laughs> yeah. always fun. It was, it was fun to just get to watch like Rogers get to, I always like watching him on Tuesdays. Sometimes he says things that are a little outlandish, but just watching him really relax and interact with those guys is always a good time.
1: Yeah, there's a reason. There's something Sarah and Steve and I had talked about before. I mean, there's a reason that he has picked McAfee. There's a reason why that's been relatively popular is because whether you agree with some of the stuff he's saying or not, and I know a lot of people don't. I, I certainly do not agree with everything he says. It's a version of him, and I mean, you mentioned it earlier. It's a version that we we haven't seen up until this point. It's a guy who clearly doesn't care as much what people think about him. Uh, you get to see. Kind of who he is a little bit more, some of his sense of humor a little bit more, and just you know some of his beliefs coming out a bit more. He's just he seems he's free in those interviews in a way that that he's not necessarily free in, in other spaces. So so it was uh it maybe was not the bombshell a lot of people were hoping for. Uh, I guess that's the last question I ask you. I mean you you've said a couple of times you didn't think there was going to be any announcements or anything. Do you, anything that he did leading up to that? Do you feel anything was misleading? And a lot of people felt like they were kind of misled and oh well he always does everything for a reason and he knew what people were going to think do you think he was purposely like misleading anyone by by doing that by being the secret guest or was it just i I just kind of want to come on and and talk to my friend a bit i
2: i think it's more just he kind of wants to go on and talk to his friend and i think and to everybody listening right now i mean this in the nicest way possible if you're letting 38 year old aaron Rodgers ruin your day stop (laughs) it's not, it's not that big a deal. I, I have been a Packer fan for, I'm I'm nearly 27 years old. I'm not going to count the first like five years of my life that I don't remember just because it's not fair, but I've been a Packer fan for like 21, 21 years that I remember. And, and I know that there's people that have been fans longer than me. I know Dusty's been a fan longer than I have. And there's people even that have been fans even longer than Dusty has. And Mm -hmm. don't let it ruin your day. It's, like, the, the, guy, the guy at the end of the day, he's just the guy that plays football. Like, he, I, get, I get that he's more than that. But to you as a fan, that's what he is. Mm-hmm. Unless you have a personal relationship with him, he's a guy that plays football for the team that you root for. I understand that, like, him not playing for for Green Bay would suck or him retiring wouldn't be great or whatever. But at the end of the day, I don't, like, don't let it ruin your day. I know me personally, I don't. I was telling Dusty before we started – I don't let it ruin my day. Whenever he posts anything online, whether he likes a tweet or he shares an Instagram post that's kind of cryptic or whatever, I, I just just let it go. Just let your day go. Yeah. Whenever he makes his official announcement, because he always will. That's the thing that about Rogers that we've noticed is he maybe he'll be cryptic for let's call it a week, just for as an example time, mm-hmm. and then he will be non-cryptic at the end of that week. That's what he's done for the last for the last two years now. I'm not going to go back to his younger years, but right over the last two years, what we've seen with him is he may be cryptic and say things kind of in a very specific way, but he always cleans it up and says what he means after the fact. Mm-hmm. So just don't. So every time he posts on Twitter or posts on Instagram or likes a tweet, and you're like, oh, is him liking the picture of this sheep uh, uh, <laughs> a, a, a specific thing? He wants to go play for the Rams. He wants them to trade staff. No, just just relax it like take a page out of Rogers book relax it's just a guy it's just a guy that plays football and he, he's really good at it I get that but don't let it ruin your day because if you let this ruin your day life is so much more there's so much more going on that you shouldn't be letting Aaron Rogers's social media antics ruin your day
1: well, he and he's he's also said before he had the big I can't remember, towards the end of the season, maybe before the playoff game, there's the big thing about he had they pointed out Atlas Shrugged. He had a copy yeah, of Atlas the book. on the Shelby yeah, and He was like, that he
0: put up just to mess with yeah,
1: people. Was like, he, he said he's never read it. He put it up there just to get a reaction. Like, we know who he is. We know he thinks this is funny. Like, he'll, he'll kind of he'll put stuff out there. He'll do that just to kind of get a rise out of people. So, yeah, I've always, I've always tried to subscribe to the notion of, I don't worry about what you can't control. This is something I cannot control. So yeah, just uh, ride the wave, man. Just just let it let it take. You. If he's going to throw an Instagram post up there that has a whole bunch of words on it, you can either read between it. And part of it's fun. It is kind of fun reading between and looking at that stuff. But yeah, don't uh, don't let it ruin your day, man. Because like you said, eventually, and probably before too long, he's he's going to make an announcement one way or another. And like you said, my my gut feeling tells me he's coming back. Uh, or retiring. I'm leaning probably 75 coming back, 25 retiring. I don't even, I'm not even considering trade an option at this point. I, ju- I just don't even think that's happening. So, yeah,
2: just based purely on the money aspect of things, I don't think he, that he's going to be traded. It just, yeah. the money on every side is just weird. And I don't think that it could, I just don't think it would work that way. You said 75, no. 25 playing versus retiring. I think it's closer. I think it's even higher percentage that he plays next yeah. year. I just think that he, I think he knows how good he is. I think he saw how good he was last year. I also think he's not completely dumb. He understands that, like he always said, he always says this team is never going to be, like this exact team isn't going to be back next year. He knows that. Mm-hmm. But all we've seen all offseason is guys talking about how they want to come back to Green Bay. They were like guys. Are, some guys are willing to take discounts. I know Rasul Douglas openly said, yeah, I'd be willing to take <laughs> yeah. a discount. They're going to yeah. have to pay more than they did last year, but I'll take a discount to be back. MBS has said he wants to be back. Bob Tunyon wants to be back. All these guys want to be back. And guess what? They want to be back because 12s under center. This mm-hmm. is not a shot at Jordan Love. This isn't this isn't anything like that. This is acknowledging that Aaron Rodgers is a back-to-back MVP, four time MVP, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever do it, one of the most physically talented players the game has ever seen at his position. I don't think he's hanging it up yet. Mm-hmm. I think. He's got a few years left. I don't know how many. I also know that just based on the way he's talked, he doesn't want to walk away from the game when he's Ben Roethlisberger. He doesn't right. want to be yeah. physically unable to do it. And right now his body is in great shape. He's got a great offensive line in front of him that can keep him upright and keep him in great shape. I don't see him walking away yet. I also don't see him coming back under that same deal. I think he gets ex- gets yeah. renegotiated, gets extended, et cetera. So I think that he's definitely coming back next year. Um, and so, but until then, until we get the official announcement, I'm just going to sit here and like vibe out in Packerland and watch like every other fan base, try to convince themselves why he's going to play there. Also, he's not going to play in Denver after they trade two, two first, a second, a third. It's not, not going to happen. You're going to have to bring a little bit better to the table there guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Yeah, some of the trade stuff, some of the the compensation packages I've seen are a bit too high. Some of them are way too low. Um, I don't think either of them. Are, I don't think it's even going to happen. But you see some of them, it's oh come on, man. Let's let's. let's it's fun.
2: That's that's fun. For MVP, me. I don't I don't interact with them. <laughs> I just let them. I just let the the them find their way to my feed, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like that's not going to happen. But that's no. you. You know what? You keep keep dreaming, man. Good for you. <laughs> People need something to look forward to in life. And if that's what they got the off
1: season so long, man. Like you got you gotta have something. You gotta have something to do during the off season. If what you're doing is just pitching fake trades, man, you, it could be way worse. Gotta do it what you gotta do, man. It's gotta not a bad you gotta get by you
2: can't. I mean, because like there's no baseball spring training yet, because mm, obviously there, wow. there's the whole lockout man. going on. We're in the dead week of no NBA because like between Sunday and Thursday, there's just nothing. So all people have right now is college basketball, college baseball, and hockey. And people are struggling to get
1: through. Yeah. Yeah. I know I am. I'm going back through old Rams games, man. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at right now, personally, which is not great. Um, I think we've covered the Aaron Rodgers things from all angles. We're going to hit a couple questions and get out of here. We've got a few. Thank you for people sending them in. Uh, I think we're only going to hit a couple tonight. Uh, the first one I will just take. This is from uh, Brian Fonferra. It just says, do you miss me? And it was a gif of Frank Ocean. Uh, Brian is uh, I, the first podcast I ever did was over at back to the future with Brian Fonferra and the guys over there. Um, And yeah, I do miss you, Brian. We talked a little bit after you sent this in. Uh, So yes, that was a a very big step in my football development was over at Pack to the Future. Uh, Still doing good stuff over there. So miss you, Brian. Um, Next up from Matt Pickett, our friend Matt Pickett. uh, What are the best? So today we didn't mention today, Wednesday. I think at noon central, Brian Gudukins is going to have a press conference. Um, so Matt says, what are the best and worst possible things Goody could announce tomorrow? And then a bonus question, what's your least popular take on anything? He said he borrowed this from Robert Mays. Uh, it could be food, movies, brands, or anything. I don't really have anything for Gutekinds. Uh Gage, you got anything best and worst things uh, that Gudukins could announce during the press conference?
2: Yeah, I got a couple. One, he could it. announce that they're going to franchise tag Devontae Adams. Okay. And people are like, oh, well, why is that a bad thing? You're keeping him around. Because Devontae won't sign it. He no, will hold no. the team hostage on that. I I, I firmly believe that there is, no, yeah. there is no world where Devontae Adams plays next season on the franchise tag for Green Bay. It's not going to happen. So announcing this is our intention, that no. won't go well. That will piss off Devontae. And by proxy, that will piss off Aaron. Don't want to do those two things. Uh, another thing he could announce, he could announce that Rodgers is retiring. I know that I just said that I'm very confident that Rodgers is coming back, but in the world that Rodgers comes back, doesn't want to play for green Bay. I trade him. I, I, I am mm-hmm. a person that I play dynasty fantasy football. I would rather like, I get it. I would rather do the bill Belichick. We'll trade him a year too early than a year too late. Get mm-hmm. stuff for him while you can. I would rather get stuff for him than, than lose him, uh, for nothing. And I know people are like, Oh, well you, t- then why would you want him on your team? I understand that I, I'm going to be a Green Bay fan no matter if Rodgers is on the team or not. Mm-hmm. I might still root for Rodgers wherever he's at, but I'm still going to be a Green Bay fan, so I want Green Bay to be good. And losing him for nothing, if he goes to another team or whatever, or like if he retires, just wouldn't be as great. Mm-hmm. Best things... Aaron Rodgers is coming back. We signed into a deal. Devonte Adams got ever just every free agent just that every, I want to the, come the, back. Devondre
1: Campbell's back in the door. They brought,
2: they brought back the whole band. They brought, <laughs> they were, they're running it back. That would be the only like, Oh, also David Bakhtiari is now part cyborg. He'll never tear it ACL again. He's mm-hmm. locked. Just whatever. That, that's MVS
1: got that surgery that Idris Elba did in Hobbs and Shaw, where it's now just like a, like a cyborg spine. And so no back problems for MVS and he's resigning. No just, back
2: problems. And could can, can we fix his hamstrings too? Sure like, he, like he's got, sure cause again. I just actually know just no guys on green Bay will suffer soft tissue injuries next year. If you could figure mm-hmm. out how to do that, that'd be great. But so, I mean, like realistic things though, is just like a Rogers and Devontae dual extension announcement. Mm-hmm. That's about the only, like that's the best things that are realistic that can happen. Otherwise I don't think similar to Rogers, I don't think that we're going to get a ton of juice out of goop tomorrow. Cause I feel like yeah. he's taking a page out of Rogers book and being very, careful about the stuff that he wants to let everybody have mm-hmm. and, and until like he gets like i don't want to say clearance from rogers because that makes it sound like rogers is his boss yeah, but i feel yeah. like he's but i'm not trying to do that it's more just like until rogers is, like hey yeah we're good to go on this right they would I stay maybe, on the same
1: message not yeah. ruffle feathers and yeah anything like yeah that, so yeah. i think
2: it's more like that is i don't think we're gonna get anything major out of him other than just like I, i'm sure we'll hear complimentary things about various coaches and we'll hear about mike smith going to minnesota yeah. wishing him the best and Oh well, what do you think about Z deleting all of his stuff on it on Twitter? It's no big deal. Z's uh, we're great. To, we're glad to have him part of the organization, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. I think we'll hear mm-hmm. all the stereotypical good things we expect to hear tomorrow, and that'll be the end of it.
3: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness, or is preventing you from achieving your goals? We've all struggled with mental health in different ways, especially during the pandemic, and I'm certainly no different. Keeping myself centered mentally is such a huge part of my overall health goals, and that's where BetterHelp has helped me. BetterHelp has the ability to assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas, and the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. Plus, you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. You can even schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't have to ever sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed and it's more affordable than traditional offline therapy. Plus financial aid is available if needed. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com packaday. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. And of course, we have a special offer for Packaday listeners, as you can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com packaday. Support for the Packaday podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code PACKADAY at manscaped.com. Friends, inside this package, you're going to find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, Crop Preserver ball deodorant, Crop Reviver toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. And let me tell you a bit more about this Lawnmower 4.0. This fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, sort of important, thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof and has a 400K LED spotlight you need for a more precise shave. Right now, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code packaday at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code packaday. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped.
1: Yeah. All right. That's that's all good. Now, into the, into the nitty gritty, man. What's your, your least favorite, your least popular take, Gage? What's your least popular take? I have one. I'll kick off with mine. Mine's just that I don't particularly care for the American office. I know people love that show. They love it to death. I've watched a couple seasons, I think three and four and dabbled in five. It's not my thing and it's fine. It's just, it's not my thing, but people, people love that show. So I think that's probably my least popular take. I feel like you got some doozies gauge. What do you, what do you want? Real quick on your office take. I like the office. And I mean, like I'm
2: somewhat in the same boat. I think that the office has about four, three or four good seasons, other than that, I think that there's a lot of dead weight in the show. I think there's a lot of episodes that the show doesn't need. There's too much fat there, and I don't like mm-hmm. that. But there were some, there are some moments and episodes and seasons that are just great. I still laugh to this day about the one where it's the I think it's the koi pond episode, and it's the one where uh, Jim or no, it's the deposition. Jim and Dwight are playing ping pong. It's that that's the episode. And there's a okay. there's one joke in it when Dwight is like tutoring Jim to try and teach him how to be good against the client, and then. Pam comes in and says, are you, are you ready to pre- play against Daryl? And he's like, yeah, I think I'm ready to set it up. Dwight goes, Daryl's the client? He, no, 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 no. He works here, you dumbass. And that joke gets me every time. <laughs> I fall out laughing every time I hear it just because the delivery and him, like the, his character thinking that Jim doesn't is so dumb he doesn't realize Daryl works at the company. Just <laughs> kills him. But anyway, my least popular take. This one's tough because I have some terrible takes in my life and I know that. I'm going to go with a food one just as an homage to the pod father, Andy Mm -hmm. Herman. I'm a very picky eater. Andy has some, some outlandish things. I eat regular food on Thanksgiving, or I eat Thanksgiving traditional foods, but I, but I understand, but I also am picky in my own way. I have to this day, I've never eaten seafood. I think seafood is a terrible, no good, very bad thing that doesn't need to exist I don't understand why it does. I take and people are like, oh, seafood's great. I have never eaten seafood, sushi, none, none of it. I have not, not, nothing. And people are like, why? I take issue to food that can be cooked perfectly in a, by like five-star restaurant chef and still not smell good. That's a problem for me. <laughs> I love, because I'm a, obviously food or smell is big for food. That's why when you're sick, you don't want to eat as much stuff because just stuff doesn't taste as good. Why doesn't it taste as good? Because you can't smell. I am big with smell. And if I, if I smell, if it doesn't smell good, I don't want to eat that thing. It's a reason why I'm picky about certain foods or why I'm picky about so many foods, but seafood can be cooked perfectly and still not smell good. And I just, I don't get it. I don't get why people like, Oh, it's so good. No, no, it's not. It shouldn't smell bad. Okay, that's, that's a problem. Your food should smell good. And if it doesn't smell good, there's something wrong with it. That's why whenever food goes rotten and smells bad, you don't eat that food anymore. So I guess my my least popular one would be that seafood in all forms, sushi, cooked seafood, f- fry, uh, fish fry, whatever. It, it being not good in general, I guess that would be my least, my least popular take. If you want more bad food takes, go <laughs> ahead and feel free to ask me any of them because i will answer them honestly i am the pickiest eater i know i like i i get i get it and i but i always come back to i don't force you to eat my food i don't force you like i'm a picky eater i don't force you to eat what i'm eating i eat what i want and i'm okay with that like when i get spaghetti which i had tonight i don't put sauce on it never have i think I don't do sauce. I don't do sauce. I don't do ketchup, mustard. I don't do any, like when I eat a hot dog, it just it's like, just like What
1: dog. do you do? Just like noodles and butter?
2: A po- uh, Parmesan cheese. I'm okay. A good Parmesan cheese guy. I just, I don't like sauce. It's uh, like, I like, I like uh, dipping it like for breadsticks. I like it. Um, I like it on pizza. Like I, but like on, on noodles, I just don't like it. It's for one, sometimes it gets cold. Like if you don't eat quite fast enough too, it's That's messy. True. I'm not a big messy guy. Like I, i like, uh, when I eat ribs, I eat with a fork and knife. I love <laughs> ribs, but I eat, not, I eat ribs with a fork and knife and people are like that. So you're, like,
1: you're a boneless wings guy, I guess, probably.
2: I do like boneless wings. I even, I eat bone in wings sometimes, but I prefer boneless because like I said, I don't like to, I don't like getting my hands dirty <laughs> while I'm eating food. It just feels weird.
1: Yeah. there's some bad takes. I, like i said I,
2: yeah no if, if i could do an entire <laughs> podcast about my bad food takes andy herman and i could go back and forth for an hour just about who has worse food opinions but again i don't force you to eat what i'm eating sure and so at the end so if you have a problem with my picky food habits i don't know why because i'm not making you eat it if i was making you eat it you can be mad but if i'm sure. not making you eat it shut up it's none of your business it's my food <laughs>
1: More than fair. Shut up. It's none of your business. That's really, that's the theme of this podcast today. It's not any of your business. Don't worry about someone else's business. Um, all right. Next question. Devante from Cole Reedy. If Devante not a Packer next season, would you like to see the team go after a big name free agent, wide receiver like Godwin, Williams, or Robinson? My answer is probably the same as yours is, boy, that sounds awesome, but with what money? So no. Is that kind of where you're sitting, Gage?
2: Um, well, so you lost me when you said if Devante is not a Packer. <laughs> he's, he's coming back done there we go I don't I don't I don't need to consider that world because in my mind if devonte has gone Aaron's also gone sure I think if Aaron's back they're finding a way I don't know what money they're using I don't know who they're where they're figuring it out Russ is a wizard he'll figure it out I don't see a world where Aaron's back and Devonte's not I just that's how I am so as so as confident as I am in Devonte or in Aaron coming back it makes logical sense that I would also have Devonte coming back
1: Okay. So maybe not a big name, but there is a, so I guess follow up question. There's, we have a, we have another question that I didn't know if we were going to get to or not, but it's basically a, is there the kind of a guy vet minimum you can get or something? I'm, I am of the mind. I like where the wide receiver room is. I've mentioned this before. I like the kind of different, um, Different skill sets guys have, even though it is a little thin, as we saw with MVS, you have one speed guy. You've got Lazard, who's kind of like your dog in the blocking game. I do think that's maybe could be Amari Mario Rogers going forward, although maybe not this year, not at that same level. But is there a guy, let's say Devontae's back. You're very confident that Devante's back. Is there a guy either in, uh, I, can't, I can't remember if you get deep in a draft, uh, draft stuff, or even just like kind of a cheaper side, free agent, wide receiver that you might like to see them take a swing at. So,
2: one, I do do a, I, uh, huh. I do a little <laughs> bit of draft stuff. I haven't gotten deep into this class yet. Uh, it's just been, I've been really taking a, not a bad, like I've been taking the foot way off the gas the last few, like the last month sure. or so. Um, but so I haven't gotten deep into this draft class. So I can't speak too much there, but I do know just looking through the free agent class of wide receivers, there's a lot of dudes available that are just reasonable guys. I mean, there is one gentleman who we are all very familiar with who is a free agent this offseason.
1: Mr. Kumaro
2: it? right. <laughs> is available this offseason. Um, ooh, here's a guy, DeAndre Carter. Okay. And people are like, oh, he's not an actual wide receiver. Guess what? You bring Devontae Adams back. I think Lazard and MBS are both coming back because they both want to come back cheap. Or well, no. they both want to come back and I think they're both going to come cheap. So then you have, so then you have all these guys. What does Deandre Carter bring you the ability to damn do special teams. It's all you it's All you have mm-hmm. to do. He can be out. He can be your, your seventh wide receiver that you keep on the roster in case you need him because you have injuries or whatever. Cause he, I've seen, he can do wide receiver stuff. He's not like a, he's not a one trick pony. He's not Devin Hester. He can do wide receiver stuff, but and just bring in to play special teams. That's all. You, that's all you're doing. Because if you bring back the, the roster and you're going into free agency, you're going to win a ship. And what do you do? You fix the broken thing. And special mm-hmm. teams was broken. You brought in a new special teams coordinator. You brought in a possible new kicker. You have, you, you find a way to fix the thing that's broken. DeAndre Carter helps fix the broken thing. He's also 29, so he's older, so he might be. So I think he'd come cheap because he's people would view him as a limited asset because he only does one thing really well, but he does that one thing really well. And that goes to the whole green Bay talks about building a ba- Or I think it's, I don't know if it's green Bay or where this idea comes from, but you want to build your wide receiver core, like a basketball team. You want to have, mm-hmm. you want to have your big guys that can go and win jump balls. You want to have your gadget guys that can do stuff under that can kind of do the, like the plays out of the backfield or whatever. You want to have your speedster guy, Deandre Carter, builds your basketball team more because he has speed but he also just he can he can go do special teams and that's all you need him to do so i think deandre carter could be interesting there's a lot of just there's a lot of jags in free agency this year there's a lot there's not like there's a couple star guys at the top but there's a lot of jags as you go down the list sammy watkins is available i don't think he'll be all that expensive and he's been injured and stuff but just I think there's a lot of interesting people, players available. So I don't know specifically if there's anybody out there, but I think that there are some wide receiver guys available.
3: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you.
1: That's uh, that's an interesting pick because that is something I know not I know I, I talked about not just me other people as well just this notion of trying to f- fix the special teams at some point you have to invest in that more than just look at this we got a new coach because uh, Mo Drayton had a, a decent uh, couple years in Indy before he came to Green Bay and things did not go well so prioritizing that and getting guys who are specialists on special teams uh, is, is seems like something they're going to need to do. Um I guess the the second part of the question from Cole Reedy this one made me laugh uh, if you replace ghee uh with but with most stuff Oreos and pancha karma which again is the cleanse rogers going through how many would it take to achieve evacuation at both ends uh, as someone who has eaten those not many tell you that right now because those things are are way too big so I'm going to say 6 I'm going to say if you eat 6 guess what you've achieved enlightenment just right there um all right. I think that's all we got for tonight. Uh, thank you as always for sending in questions. Gage, thank you for joining me. If you want to follow Gage, you can follow him at G Bridgeford NFL. Uh, Gage, thanks for joining me. You uh, have any final thoughts tonight? Uh, no, just uh, Thanks for having me on. Always glad to
2: always glad to jump on and record and talk Packers and glad I got to finally interact with mm-hmm. you in a, a way other than just DMS and, uh, for, and watching just, you put out amazing uh, threads and content everywhere over the last few years since I've, come across your work and uh just glad to be here and glad that we get to watch aaron Rodgers just put all of like sports media in a frenzy every week <laughs> it's just it's so much fun i don't want him to retire because i know that he's going to continue to do these weird things and that's mm-hmm. fun because everybody freaks out over it like when i walk into work first thing my co-worker says to me who he and i only have a like sports is like the main thing we talk about And he immediately, he's got like questions about Aaron Rodgers. That's fun because it's just like you, you don't (laughs) care. He's not on social media and whatever, but he, this was on his radar because he, it had been talked about on sports media. So that's fun for me is to watch Aaron Rodgers just make people freak out. But yeah, no, no final thoughts here. Just like I said earlier, don't let Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers ruin your regular day. If they ruin your sports day, fine, but don't let them ruin your entire day and just, Enjoy enjoy the idea of Rodgers being on your team. Enjoy watching clips of the fact that he's been around. He's won a Super Bowl with your team. Mm-hmm. Because there's teams that haven't been to one. There's teams that haven't won one. And you have one. You have a guy that's on a team that's been a consistent contender for years. So enjoy the moment and really embrace kind of that Rodgers idea of just enjoy the moment that you're in now. Don't focus so much on what might happen next. Just focus on what's been happening already.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, and that's a good point. Without going too far down that road, the, um, the constant contender, I think people, I think people who are Packers fans don't know exactly what it's like to watch miserable football year in, year out. I mean, Packers have won, like you said, one Super Bowl under Rogers. They had the Favre one, which was also my lifetime. Uh, So that was, that was, you know, both those were amazing. I remember those very clearly. I love all of those memories. It was great. I wish they won another one, but like, Man, being a Browns fan is would be miserable. Like they're bad year in year out. You got Jarvis Landry stuff now. Like you've got drama on top of like not being good. Like I think just being able to watch a team that's competitive year in year out that have been relatively drama free up until the past couple of years. And then even now, like you said, it's it's weird kind of speculative drama. That's that's kind of fun to kind of to kind of sit back and laugh at a little bit. So yeah, I think uh I think the whole Super Bowl thing. If you don't win the Super Bowl, that's the standard in Green Bay, and I understand all that but I think you just, people just don't understand how miserable it is to watch bad football just year in year out with, with no hope of that getting better. I have a f- good friend of mine's a Washington fan and he is just the saddest man. He's so sad. Uh, there's a, another guy I know that was a big Bengals fan and he gave up on them uh, about seven years ago. Cause he was like, I was just watching like bad and mediocre football and there's good games on. I'm forcing myself to watch these bad games. Like for what, why am I doing this to myself? So, uh, just be happy you've got competitive football. Um, and honestly, right now, just be happy that Aaron Rodgers is uh, making this offseason a little less boring for us right now. It's not the doldrums it was last year. So, uh, so yeah, thanks again, everyone, for listening. Thanks to Gage for joining me. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Dusty Evely. Gage is at G Bridgeford NFL. We'll throw at Sarah Keller for at Steve Perhatch out there as well on the podcast at Packet a Podcast. Rate, review on your podcast platform of choice. And as always, go Pack Go.